Good morning, everybody, and happy new year. We've got a higher trade in the grain markets on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up seven and a quarter at $6 and a half. March soybean futures up 22 cents at 13.61 and a quarter. March Chicago wheat is up four cents at 7.74 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat up eight and a quarter at 8.09 and three quarters. March spring wheat up seven cents at 9.89. Again, happy new year, everybody. Hope you guys uh, had a nice weekend. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. My goal this year is to get to 5,000 subscribers here on YouTube. Uh, we are above 3,400, so I think we can certainly do it. If you guys are on the podcast, leave me a rating, leave me a review if you have not already. If you need some more info from me, guys, check out my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service, guys. A ton of information direct from me every single business day. You get my morning emails, my text message service, all all of my grain marketing recommendations, my subscriber-only videos. There's a new one every day where I break down different matters in regard to the markets, grain marketing, um, outside markets, all sort of all sorts of different things. This is a monthly subscription. Cancel it at any time. It's built to your credit card automatically. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. I won't try to sell you anything else. Certainly give that deal a shot. The commodity markets as a whole had a very, very good year in uh, 2021. Uh, this was the best year for commodity markets as a whole since 2009, uh, based on the Bloomberg Commodity Index. That index, which tracks a basket of global of global markets, uh, commodity markets, gained 27% last year. And again, that's the best trade since 2009. So why did commodities rally? Um, you had strong demand, uh, inflation, supply chain issues, all sorts of things. But the commodity markets overall acting very, very well here. Now, you look at uh, the performance of this index here, best since 2009. This is different from 2009. However, in 2009, we were recovering. I'll give you a better view here if you guys are on uh, YouTube. In 2009, we were recovering from the global financial crisis. So in 2008, this Bloomberg Commodity Index was down like almost 30%. And then it had this massive recovery and was up more than 40% in 2009. 2021 was much different than that because we've seen gains in the commodity markets now overall based on this index for three consecutive years. We were up in 2019, we were up in 2020, and then up sharply in 2021. So this is a different scenario than what we saw in... Um, in that 2009 time frame, the last time we saw commodities um, rally in this sort of fashion. Now, commodities as a whole, and I've discussed this before, I think last week, are still fairly cheap, relatively speaking. Um, the Bloomberg Index is still a long ways from all-time highs. You think about your major commodities that we track. Uh, crude oil is at 75 bucks. It was at 150 at its all-time high. You know, the corn market's two bucks from all-time highs. Beans are three or four bucks from all-time highs. Um, you've still got a lot of room to the upside in these commodity markets before you get anywhere near all-time highs. So it's kind of an interesting situation, and it still remains to be seen. I mean, we've got a good start here on Monday morning, but we're only a few hours into the uh, trading year. We're, will there be this wave of, of money that comes into the commodity markets during the first quarter? Uh, still a big question mark, certainly. Uh, when you look at relative performance here, I threw this chart together, uh, how the grain markets acted versus other assets. I mean, corn was really good in 2021, up 23%. I think it was up um, $1.09 per bushel. Um, on a continuation basis last year. Really good performance in corn. Soybeans were about flat on the year. They were only up 1%, like 
15 cents. And that's only because we ended 2020 on such a strong note. Uh, the bean market was above $13 at this time last year. Uh, SRW wheat, very good, up 20%. The S&P 500 had another fantastic year, up 29 uh, Gold was an absolute dog in 2021, down 4% in this uh, inflationary environment. Uh, the gold market did not perform well. I threw Bitcoin up here just for fun, up 60%, which is actually not a great year for Bitcoin in up years. We've had up years where it goes up a lot further than that. Uh, crude oil and a lot of the energy Energies acted very well. Crude oil, the WTI was up 55%. I was going to throw real estate on here, but it lags by a month or two. So um, uh, residential, farmland were both up it, it, every bit of 20%, um, I would imagine. Looking at South American weather here, this is probably the bigger deal for the uh, grain market specifically here this morning in terms of what's driving prices. Uh, we've got a drier looking forecast for Argentina the way that I read it. The next seven days, there's really not much here in terms of relief, um, and, and that looks slightly different than it did on Friday. But then you go out to the extended forecast even beyond that, and I'm not seeing much relief at all for Argentina. As a matter of fact, uh, you're going to see warmer temperatures, and you get in, out into that extended forecast, say seven, eight days from now, um, you're going to see drastically above normal temperatures in Argentina. Uh, we're talking eight to 10 degrees above normal, paired with very little rain. So you know, make no mistake, guys, Brazil is in fantastic shape. Brazil is going to harvest a record bean crop. It's just by a question of how much. But I think this this situation in Argentina is an issue. That's probably part of the reason why these markets are a little bit higher this morning. Uh, these forecasts are changing constantly. It did look different on Friday. It looked a little bit wetter, uh, not quite as warm. But I'm seeing, uh, as far as Argentina goes here this morning, uh, warm and, and mostly dry, really. Large speculators or funds will begin the year with a huge net long position in the corn market. This uh, seasonally speaking will be the second largest net long in the corn market to start off a year. Uh, funds started off 2011 with a slightly larger net long. My chart only goes back 10 years, so I don't have that one, but they were slightly uh, larger in terms of the net long um, uh, in that year. But in any case, uh, this is interesting because large speculators have been very heavily along the corn market for a long, long period of time. And they're entering the calendar year here with a, um, with a huge net long position season, only second largest on record funds hold a pretty big net long in the beans, 92,000 contracts. That's a little bit more modest, um, uh, versus corn by comparison funds are actually net short about, I don't know, 20,000 contracts of SRW wheat or so to begin the year. We will see a holiday delayed commitment of traders report from CFTC this afternoon. The fat cattle market was mixed on uh, Friday, and there really wasn't a ton to speak of in terms of the cash trade. I think that there was some scattered stuff, 138 to 141 on uh, th through Thursday last week, maybe into Friday. And the outside markets here to start off the year, we've got some good-looking stuff in some of the outside markets. The S&P's up 28 points. The Dow's up 175. Uh, precious metals are off just a little bit. The bonds are off a little bit. Crude oil's up 37 cents in the March WTI, 75.25. Have a great day today, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow tomorrow.